can all take a nice deep breath. And please repeat after me. What a beautiful morning. What a beautiful morning. What a beautiful day. I choose to start this day in the best possible way. With a calm mind, a clear mind, a peaceful heart, an open heart. It's a fresh day. I choose to look at it with fresh eyes. With a fresh sense of possibility. Not dragging in the past. Not dragging in the past. Not worrying about the future. Not worrying about the future. Just living for today. Just living for today. You are all in my world. You are all in my world. I am in your world. I am in your world. I belong here. I belong here. You belong here. You belong here. We belong here. How wonderful. How wonderful. If you want, you can rub your palm, make them nice and warm. Bring them over your eyes. And emerge with a beautiful smile. And let's say together, how wonderful. How wonderful. Love. So nice. So nice. Lovely kiss. Love. Good morning. <laughs> Full house. <laughs> welcome, welcome. <laughs> All right. So just uh, look to both sides and just greet the person on both sides of you. Say hello to the person on both sides. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> and now let's, uh, this was the American style high high. Let's do the Indian style. Put your hands together <laughs> and turn to the person next to you. Look in their eyes and say the highest in me. Bows to the highest in you. May this be the happiest day of your life. And the person says, How wonderful. Very nice. Very nice. So, this is just a relaxed morning for us to reconnect with ourselves. And uh, uh, it's, we have about an hour and a half. I'll spend the first hour or so, we'll do some practices together, different short practices. Some meditation, some, some uh, uh, intention practice, something will come. We'll do a few things. And the last part of it, we will spend in some kind of discussion. Right? So if you want to ask something, you can ask something. Uh, and maybe even among yourself, you could, might have a small discussion. So that's the overall agenda for this morning's meeting. Right? So we're going to start with a simple meditation. And uh, this morning, I was inspired to call it a brainwash. <laughs> so I'm going to brainwash. <laughs> So get ready to be brainwashed. And uh, the idea is, what are we washing? We're washing away all the stuff that's not serving us. All the extra baggage, right? All the extra judgments, all the extra criticism, all the extra resistance. Come, well, sit anywhere. So in this brainwash, I'm going to get you to be a little bit more centered. And then I'm going to say a few things that just come to me intuitively. And I just want you to feel whatever I'm saying. This is not about thinking what I'm saying, examining what I'm saying, agreeing with the disagreeing, it doesn't matter. It's just something, someone is saying something. And just notice what effect those words have on your being. Right. And that's for the brainwashing. Alright. So, sit comfortably, straight back.
And let's actually begin with gratitude. So we'll start with a collaborative gratitude practice. Eyes can be open or closed, as you like. <coughs> and I'm going to start. I'm so grateful to Renuka and Vineet and everybody in this home who's worked really hard to prepare the space for all of us to come here. It took a lot of moving of furniture, took a lot of setting things up, and all that effort allows us all to be here. I'm grateful to all of them. Say more. Why are you grateful? <laughs> I'm grateful for his uh, open heart and his presence, which he gives unconditionally to all of us. <clears throat> and each time someone says something, we'll really feel it, and we'll pause for two or three breaths. Make sure you pause for two or three breaths, and then anybody else will share what they're grateful for. We'll have three more. I'm 
cleanse myself from heavy emotions and ideas that don't serve me and block my progress in my life. I'm grateful for the presence of Divine Masters, guides, And everyone else, think of one more thing in your heart that you're really grateful for. And really get in touch with that spirit, that attitude of gratitude. Really feel it. No more lip service. Really experience gratitude. Now just follow my voice. Feel all the muscles in your face relaxing. Feel all the muscles on your scalp, all over the head, completely relaxing. Feel the muscles around your eyes <coughs> relaxing. Feel your eyes themselves relaxing. Your jaw relaxing. Your tongue relaxing. Feel the muscles in your throat and neck relaxing. Shoulders relaxing. Sometimes you'll need to adjust your shoulders so that they're really comfortable. If you need to adjust your shoulders, do that. Shoulders relaxing. Upper arms, all the muscles in the upper arms are relaxing. Lower arms. All the muscles in the lower arms are relaxing. And in your palms, in your hands, in your fingers, there are so many complex muscles. They're all just relaxing now. Your hands are relaxing. It feels so nice to have relaxed hands. Your entire chest is relaxing. Deep inside the chest, all the organs are relaxing. The heart is beating at just the right rate that makes you feel alert, at the same time relaxed. 
the entire belly and abdomen is relaxing deeply relaxing all the organs deep inside the belly and abdomen are all relaxing now you don't even know how they're relaxing they're just relaxing and the upper back is relaxing middle back is relaxing and the lower back is completely relaxing down to the base of the spine and the hips and the buttocks are relaxing both the thighs are relaxing The knees are relaxing. Calf muscles. Ankles are relaxing. And all the complex muscles in your feet, both the feet down to the toes, are deeply profoundly relaxing. You don't even know how they're relaxing, they're just relaxing. Your body is alert yet relaxed. Soft yet comfortable. Your posture is dignified. Now just make yourself open and transparent. I'll say a few things. You don't have to agree with them or disagree with them. Just notice the effect of those words on your being. Everything is in its place. Everything is in its place, including the things that definitely seem out of place. They are also in their place. All the parts of yourself you like, you appreciate, are very much in their place. All the parts of yourself you don't like, you judge, you fight against, you resist. You see no value, no purpose for they are also in their place.
what happened in your life what happened in the past it is in its place everything that's unfolding right now any sound any feeling any thought whatever is unfolding right now is in its place every atom in the entire universe is in its place nothing is out of place even the thought that something is out of place is also in its place the feeling that you need to get somewhere be somewhere different achieve something become something that you're not yet is in its place deep contentment and profound discontentment are equally in their place No matter how far away you go, no matter what direction you take, no matter what choices you make, you are always where you are. You are in your place. now beginning to realize that everything matters everything matters and also nothing matters what a paradox everything matters nothing matters beginning to remember things that you always knew you're tasting a certain quality of being which was always yours it's not something foreign it was always yours and you're understanding that you are always becoming who you always were i am always becoming who i am 
what a strange thing you already are that and yet you're always becoming it <clears throat> you're revisiting it Allow the mystery of love to awaken in your heart. It's a mystery because you can't understand it. You can't grasp it. Just allow it to awaken like a beautiful flame in your heart. The mystery of love. warms your heart warms your entire being and warms this moment it's a very gentle warmth just relish the warmth of the mystery of love don't try to understand it and all that is not yet accepted not yet understood just let it be consumed by this warmth of love and just as the rising sun warms the earth Let the mystery of love warm your entire being. Soothe your entire being. Cleanse and purify your entire being. the entire body entered an even deeper level of relaxation unaffected by any sensory experiences an even deeper level of relaxation hidden muscles relax hidden tensions relax you're completely safe here 
you don't have to defend yourself you don't have to protect yourself or be anything actually just relax And let the wisdom of love, the mystery of love, do its own alchemy within you. Just be open and receptive. Something is going to happen. Something is not going to happen. And it's all just fine. The brain is being rewired. The heart is being reset. Every organ is returning to its natural rhythm. You're back in alignment. You were always in alignment, so you're just remembering it now. conclude this practice with magnifying the mystery of love by radiating infinite blessings infinite blessings to all the trees on the planet Infinite blessings to all the clouds. Infinite blessings to anyone who's feeling disconnected, alone and lonely. 
infinite blessings to anyone who feels that life is a burden it's hard to carry on and add a few more infinite blessings too and we'll pause for one or two breaths say speak loudly and clearly She said infinite blessings to everyone. Infinite blessings to anyone with asthma, bronchitis, who finds it even difficult to breathe, and the panic that comes from the fear of not being able to breathe. Infinite blessings to anyone who feels trapped in an unhappy relationship or marriage. Three more. Infinite blessings to young students who are so scared of the coming exams.
we'll all do one more in our mind. And we'll all do one more for someone we know in our life, someone who's struggling, maybe a friend or a relative. Choose one such person. say with me, the power of love is taking care of all of this. The power of love is taking care of me, is taking care of you, is taking care of everything. Instead of relying on my own cleverness, I choose to rely. On the power of love, the intelligence of love, the mystery of love. I'm always taken care of, even when it appears I'm not. And so it is. And so it is. And so it is. Got your farm? It's nice and warm. A little more warm. Bring them over your eyes. Enjoy the warmth all over your face. And slowly open your eyes. Let's say together, how wonderful. How wonderful. All right. It's a nice brainwash. <laughs> Very nice. Beautiful. So uh, when we wake up in the morning, uh, a practice I recommend for everyone is what I call, just say with me, meditation. Meditation. You're still in bed, <laughs> you're still lying down, you practice meditation. And what is meditation? Basically meditation is to be aware, and meditation is to be aware when you're in bed. So the moment you've woken up, to come to awareness, instead of getting lost in thoughts, what has to be done, what hasn't yet been done, today is what day of the week, you know, what is unfinished. and. One thing I always tell myself, which I'll, I'll inspire you to also say many, many times in the day, you should remind yourself of this. Just say with me, my mind, my mind. is lying to me. Is lying to me. <laughs> you should tell yourself this often, because the truth is it is. It actually is. And if you don't believe me, look at the latest science that I'll tell you. Your mind is constantly lying to you. It's constantly telling you, it's convincing you, which things that are not always for your best. How many habits we have that we know are not good for us, but we still do them. And we manage to convince ourselves, no, no, it's fine. Not only physical health habits, habits in our relationships, habits in our way of being, our mind is lying to us. It's not always doing things for our best interest. Somebody asked the Buddha, what is the greatest advantage in this world? What is the greatest blessing in this world? And the Buddha said, association with the wise. He said, wise? As association with the wise. Association with the wise. So the, they said, why is that such a big blessing? When you associate with the wise, you start realizing that some of the things that you're doing 
are not that skillful, are not that wholesome. <coughs> because on our own, we just say, that's the way it is, that's the way I am, that's the way you are, that's the way the world is. But when you associate with the wise, you start realizing that, so what, who is a wise person, first of all? So first of all, someone who believes all their thoughts, we call that person insane. <laughs> you put them in a mental hospital, because they, they start having hallucinations, they start believing everything. They don't know what's real and what's not real. Such a person is called insane. Someone who believes some of their thoughts is allowed for these kind of gatherings. <laughs> You're allowed to come. <laughs> right? Someone who believes very few thoughts is called wise. And someone who doesn't believe a single thought is called liberated. Any moment of your life, you're not believing your mental chatter, you're wise. Any moment of your life, you are believing your mental chatter, you are otherwise. <laughs> and any moment of your life that you think other people should be following your mental chatter, you're supervised. You want to supervise? <laughs> you should do what I want. This is joking. Alright, so the point is that not to believe all your own thinking. So when you wake up in the morning, I invite everybody, shift your attention from the head to the heart. Literally shift. Because when you wake up, it just goes to your head. You saw your eyes open and suddenly you remember oh, what's going on, right? But just draw it back, come back to the heart. So just right now, feel your, feel, literally feel your attention in your heart. If you want, you can even put your hand on your heart. And in the heart, there's just a feeling. A sense of being. A sense of being. Right? So when you wake up in the morning, come back to being. And ask yourself the powerful question. Please say with me. Who is, who is experiencing all of this? Say, well, I am. I am experiencing all of this. All of this. Well, if I am experiencing all of this, then I is also part of the experience. There's something called I that's experiencing all of this. Well, who is experiencing this? this I am? And sooner or later, you'll have to concede it's a big mystery. Out of nowhere, right now I was sleeping. <laughs> and now suddenly this world has appeared. Out of nowhere it's appeared. You know, in the Sufi tradition, they believe the whole universe, the whole universe is created right now. Including with memories, including with plans for the future. An idea like that, how can you disprove it? How can you disprove that it's false? How can you say that? Because if everything is created right now, including your memories of the past and the future, plans for the future, well, it could be true. How can you disprove it? Right? So they say everything, out of nothing, everything gets created. And out of all that, everything goes back into nothing. You sleep at night, the whole world disappears. And the dreams you have also seem so real. There was a Zen master, and uh, in the morning, he called his students and said, I'm very perplexed. He said, why are you perplexed, master? He said, because I had a dream in which I was a butterfly. He said, all right, master, we all have dreams once in a while. He said, no, but I'm not, I'm confused now. I'm, did I dream of the butterfly? Or is the butterfly now dreaming of me? <laughs> so I, this is actually a very deep question. What's going on over here? <laughs> So we think of it as just another dream, but actually, what is not a dream? Right now, each of us, we're experiencing this moment a little bit differently. Some are more at peace, some are a little bit more you know, activated, some are thinking of something else, plan for the day, whatever it is. We're not experiencing the same moment exactly the same. Some of you have met me before, you're very comfortable, you're open-hearted, some of you are checking out what's going on over here. We're all in a different state. We're all in our private dream. So you realize that each one of us is in our private dream. So step one is to make it a sweet dream. <laughs> if you have to have a dream, have a sweet dream. So what's a sweet dream? A dream with gratitude. A dream with love. A dream with wanting to help and support others. A dream of feeling that everything is in its place. This is a sweet dream. <clears throat> As opposed to a dream of, I'm unsafe, nobody loves me, I can't trust anybody, oh, this is a dangerous world. Well, that's an unpleasant dream. 
right? And you can have that kind of dream as well. So if you have to have a dream, have a sweet dream. And after that, go beyond the dream, ask yourself, who is experiencing all of this? You can't get an answer. You see, if you get an answer, that would be another dream. The truth is you cannot get an answer. And this goes totally against everything. Our whole life has been about asking questions, getting answers, asking questions, getting answers. For once you have to concede, there's a question for which there's no answer. And any answer I come up with also just be a placeholder. It can't be an ultimate answer. It's just a few words or a few concepts. It cannot be the true answer. So right here is a big mystery. And instead of trying to solve the mystery, we learn to relax into the mystery. And then life is fresh. You see, we don't want to watch the same movie again beyond a point. We don't want to read the same book again. Well, it's a mystery, right? We want, we want the unexpected. We want to be surprised in some way. So this is a big mystery. So when you wake up in the morning, come back to the heart. Who is experiencing this? And you start doing that, and throughout the day you have access to this. Who is experiencing this? In that moment, you shift from being, please say with me, from a person, person. to presence. Yes. Person is full of past and future and personality and habits and resume, that's your person. But presence is infinite. Presence has got no limit. Presence cannot be defined. When you're in touch with your presence, you will get in touch with the other person's presence as well. And the other person is now a big mystery. You don't hold things so tight. You don't hold your judgments against them so tight and nor do you hold your appreciation against them so tight. They're a mystery. Each moment is fresh. You don't put them on a pedestal and nor do you put them far below you. And you can learn something from everybody. So my teacher said, let's say together, everything, everything. is teaching us. Teaching us. Everyone, Everyone is a guide, is a guide. Sent, from beyond. sent from beyond. Everyone in your life is a guide. And if you get quiet, you'll notice this. Right? You'll start noticing how, uh, you know, you're limiting yourself sometimes just with your opinion of who this person is like this, this person is like this. And often it's very, like I said, the mind is lying to you. The mind is lying. You keep telling yourself throughout the day the mind is lying to you. And little by little you start accessing a different dimension beyond always living in the bubble of thought. Right. And that's wonderful. Start waking up. So when you wake up in the morning, meditation, good practice. Another practice which we've already kind of done is gratitude. And I do it in a special way. I call it the Lotus of Gratitude. Just try this. Ten fingertips. And every morning you challenge yourself to think of 10 new things you're grateful for. Right? Try, try to think of as many new things as possible. Right? So I'm going to ask this whole group to help me. Think of something new that you're grateful for. You. You're grateful for me? How wonderful. <laughs> Somebody else, what are you grateful for? Something new, something you haven't thought about for a long time. For making new friends. For making new friends, fantastic. I'm grateful for that. Yeah, what are you grateful for? <laughs> what is it? Chocos. Chocos. <laughs> what are chocos? Something to eat? <laughs> okay, you got a chocolate. Okay, what else? Something fresh. Her smile. Her smile. Who smile? Oh, her smile. Right? <laughs> yeah. Someone from the back. Something new. To be associated with the vibes. To be associated with the vibes. Yes. Wonderful. Feel the energy in your fingers as you're doing this. Not having disabilities. Not having disabilities is something you're grateful for. To be alive. 
to be alive. Yes. Grateful for being grateful. That's lovely. Grateful for being grateful. I like that. For every breath, I take. For every breath. Grateful for fresh opportunity. For fresh opportunity. Beautiful. And bring both your hands on your hearts. Deep breath. And say with me, I am committed. I am committed to discovering. Discovering new things, new things to appreciate, to appreciate and, be grateful for and be grateful for every single day. Every single day. How wonderful. How wonderful. If our newspaper can find something new to find fault with every single day, <laughs> I think we can definitely find something to appreciate new every single day. Every single day the paper has new news of something terrible, new, new terrible thing that's happened. So then we can also, we can do the other thing as well. We can also find something new to appreciate. And then you counterbalance that, right? So this is definitely within our capacity and strengthen that ability, right? This is called building your gratitude muscles. And this will help you more than anything else to make it into a sweet dream. If you have to have a dream, have a sweet dream. Why have a bitter dream? That's a nice practice. It's called Lotus of Gratitude. And, you know, just to make yourself transparent, I was getting this image this morning, you know, and I, you know, I guess life uses whatever we have, our way of thinking. So I was just considering that many of us nowadays, we have these smartphones and most of our smartphones will sync with something, whether it's the cloud or whatever, there'll be some app or some uh, storage online, they sync, right? And the good thing about the syncing is earlier days when we had a phone, if you lost your phone, it was a big tragedy, all your contacts were gone. Very often, many sorry contacts are <laughs> I mean, people even today, they don't sync their phone. But most of us nowadays, they automatically get synced. So even if you lose your phone, it's not the end of the world. You'll get another phone. It's all right. You've lost the device, but you haven't lost your data. The data is still there. Right. So in the same way, to allow yourself, you, see, you have certain experiences as you go through the day. Some are pleasant, some are unpleasant. And just allow yourself to sync to the larger experience of life. Allow God, God in any case, life or God already knows it. But from your side to open up and say, just see this. Witness, bear witness. Life, bear witness to my process. So, whether you want to call that prayer or you want to call that just surrender, you find the word for it. But the point is, make yourself transparent. At least be honest with yourself. You may sometimes not be completely honest with other people. But at least be honest with yourself. This is the places I was open-hearted. This is the places I was actually being a little selfish. This is the place I was being actually pretty mean. And this is the place my same old habit... And there I went again and did the same old thing. I know it hurts me and hurts others. I still did it. All right, I opened myself. And let life witness that. Let life bear witness to it. So let's do it right now for a minute. Eyes open or closed as you like. And just make yourself transparent. And let a sinking happen between you and the cloud, the infinite intelligence. In every corner of your being, the information of every cell, every feeling, every thought, every word, every action is now made available to eternity. It's almost like at some level you are naked. You allow yourself to be seen. 
and we'll say the Ho Pono Pono prayer. Please say with me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I love you. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I love you. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For anything. For anything. I've thought, said or done. I've thought, said or done. That is not in alignment. That is not in alignment. With my highest self. With my highest self. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. There is nothing but love here. There is nothing but love here. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Take a deep breath. <coughs> How wonderful. So even for a few moments, you allow yourself to be seen like this. You start finding a higher intelligence starts operating in your life. It's no longer just you trying to figure out your life. A friend of mine, he owns a Tesla. And he was telling me about his Tesla. He said the Tesla has got a self-driving feature. So very often, he's actually sending me a video. He leaves the steering wheel. He says, look, he's driving. <laughs> and the car actually is driving itself. The car is quite capable of driving itself in many conditions. And he said every night when he parks his car, the car is connected to his Wi-Fi. And the car sends a report to the mother computer sharing <laughs> what all happened in the day. <laughs> all the places where things went well and all the places where maybe the, it was not as quick as it needed to be. All the errors that happened in the day. And he said, not just one car, but whatever, 20,000, 30,000, 50,000 cars are doing this every single day. So what's happening? This is like hive learning. One bee goes and discovers a flower or a patch of flowers, comes back, and if you ever studied bees, they do a dance. So bees do a dance, and in that dance, they communicate to the other bees where those flowers are, what direction, how far away, and where, what kind of flower, and do it through a dance. And that one bee's learning has now gotten communicated to the whole hive, and next thing you know, a hundred bees have gone in that direction. And they're all enjoying those flowers. This is a hive learning. So th this is what the modern cars are doing. They're doing hive learning. So your car made a mistake, but the, that mistake, all the other cars benefit from that one mistake. So if you allow yourself to be seen like this, it could be that all of humanity is benefiting. It's not just you learning your lessons. Our entire collective unconscious is learning those lessons. Right? So you don't have to feel so sad about it. Oh, wonderful, I made a mistake. Now all of us can benefit. <laughs> we don't all have to go through the same thing anymore. Right? And you're upgrading your system. Right? It's one way of looking at it. So like this, open yourself up and you'll find that you're not alone. You're actually always supported. In fact, there's such a lot of support. The only challenge is we forget to ask for support. We forget. So to remind ourselves again, and whatever word you want to use, someone use the word angel, someone use the word guide, someone use the word ancestors, someone use the word God, we can find our own favorite word, guardian angels, ascended masters, my guru, well, whatever word you want to use, something that's higher, more intelligent, a higher, more coherent intelligence, you tap into that, right. you definitely get guidance. I had a friend who used to go to Alcoholics Anonymous, AA, and they help people come out of their addiction to alcohol. And one of the principles, they have a 12-step program, one of the principles is, that you surrender to a higher power. He said, I don't believe in higher power. What is all this higher power business? He said, well, any kind of higher power. He said, but there is no higher power. He said, okay, would you believe that, would you agree that electricity is a higher power than you? 
it can burn you down if yeah electricity is definitely higher power than me so all right so now whenever you're feeling weak that you feel like drinking say electricity help me this <laughs> is and you and you know most places you go to electricity right he turned to the wine and said electricity help me i, I can't do this I'm, i'm about to drink again right? and he would get help he said that he said he could not believe in god but he would just call on electricity to help him and he came out of his drinking pattern <laughs> amazing right so it doesn't matter what your concept of higher power is you tune into something and you invite that coherence into your life you invite that intelligence into your life so one nice way of saying this let's say together when when strong when strong, strong so and when weak Surrender. Surrender. Right. So whenever on the day you're feeling strong, excellent. Now use that for the benefit of others. Help someone else. Pick someone up. And as you go through your day, you'll find just by looking at people's faces, you'll realize they're carrying some hidden burden. Everyone's carrying some hidden burden. Now as you go through your day, are you going to add to their burden, or are you going to release their burden? So if you're feeling strong, by a few words, by a few actions, you can lighten someone's load. It doesn't take much. It makes a really big difference. The other day, I was just a few days back. I was in Delhi, and I was catching a flight to Pune. To Pune, and there was, you know, there was a big dust storm, mm-hmm. so yes. lots of flights got delayed. And I happened to meet. It's actually amazing. On that airport, I met three people I knew. So we had conversations with each one of them, and one of them was going through a very hard time. He felt he had been unfairly thrown out of a job that he was in for 15 years, and there was some politics that happened and some unfairness that happened. And not only that, that was bad enough, and they want him to pay for it. They feel that he's made some mistake. They want him to pay for it. And then, that that organization has over a thousand people. The the head of the company said, "I'm going to tell everybody you made this mistake." He said, "First of all, it's bad enough that you're blaming me for this. It's not even my fault. And you want me to pay for it. Now you want to tell the thousand. So he was actually very, you know, what can you say, shaken up. And he was not in a good state. You could just see from his face, his energy was disturbed. Now because the flight was so delayed, we said, "Sit. Let's just talk." <laughs> So I made him sit. We did a little meditation. We did a little, you know, we just spoke for a while, and just in the next two, three hours, he relaxed so much. And when he went home, his wife sent me a message. You know, whatever you did was great <laughs> because he's come home relaxed <laughs> after this big event happened in his life. He's come home so relaxed, you know. So in that moment, life orchestrated that the, the dust storm would be there and the flights would be delayed, and it just so happened that this interaction was meant to happen. Otherwise, it would not have happened. So let's say together, everything, everything is, happening is happening the way it should. The way it should. Right? So on one hand, you can get frustrated. Oh, my flight is delayed. My flight is delayed. But there must be a reason for it. So you always say there is a reason for it. I may not know the reason yet, but there is a reason for it. Some years back, I read in Pune. You know, between Pune and Bombay, we have an expressway, the Mumbai-Pune expressway. And the one man was going on the expressway in a bus. And you know, they they have their stop every now and again. The bus will stop. So he got off. He went to the toilet. He came back. He's shocked to find the bus is leaving without him. So he's shouting, "Stop! Stop! 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 Stop!" And they don't stop. The bus goes. Then he's so angry. His luggage is on the bus. The driver was so careless, and the bus is gone. He's so frustrated. Turns out that bus has a big accident. Pretty much everybody on the bus dies. True story. Came in the paper. Right. He's saying, "I'm so thankful I missed that bus." <laughs> so you see, what from your that moment it felt like a terrible, terrible, terrible thing. But just a little while later, it turned out to be the best possible thing. So how can you know? Even today, what you're complaining about, what you're you know so upset about, this shouldn't be happening. It shouldn't be happening. Can you really be sure? Like Jyoti was saying, I'm so thankful for this difficult life. And complete what you said after that. <laughs> that everything, everything that happened made me go deep within myself and ask, what is this life all about? This is not what I was born for. 
How wonderful. So now we can make life difficult for others and say it's good for you. <laughs> Trust me, it's good for you. <laughs> Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> so the magic mantra is, say with me, Bring it on. So the two kinds of people in the world, the first kind are called spiritual warriors and the second one are called spiritual warriors. <laughs> So spiritual warrior wakes up in the morning and says, Bhagawan, you can't take anything else. It's not a sound, it's just a Right? And because they're resisting so much, you know, troubles keep on adding up. What you resist will persist in this world. Right? And the spiritual warrior wakes up and says, bring it on. What's happening, God? How come everybody else is getting challenges except me? <laughs> What's happening? You bring it, when you say bring it on, something remarkable happens, challenges run away. Because it's only a challenge, you're resisting it, right? When you welcome it, it's not a challenge. Running a marathon is as much of a terrible thing as you resist it. If you welcome it, it's an enjoyable thing. What you welcome is not a problem. What you resist will persist. So that basic shift from being a spiritual warrior to being a spiritual warrior. And the mantra is, bring it on. Or the other way of saying it, let's say together, how wonderful. How wonderful. Whatever happens, how wonderful. <laughs> and now many people who've been coming with me, they've all begun saying this. No matter what happens throughout the day, how wonderful, how wonderful. Yesterday I was giving a talk and uh, I went to give a talk at a, at a hotel, there was a company and uh, I, you know, I was setting up my laptop and he said, sir, here, take this side. Set up karte I said, but I want to test it where, they, where my laptop will actually be. He said, don't worry, it'll be fine. So we set it up. When the time comes for my talk, the wire doesn't reach my laptop. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> and so uh, the lady who was setting it up, she looks at me and says, Nitya, how wonderful. I said, yeah, how wonderful. <laughs> 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 so we wait for four or five minutes and he fixes it, gets the wire somehow and he sets it up. <laughs> So now why get upset? That's the way it is, you know, how wonderful. You can get upset about it, you can say how wonderful. So like this, if in the small moments of our life you're able to say how wonderful, then chances are when the big challenges come also, you'll be able to say how wonderful. Or at least you can say, let's say, let's say together, this too, this too shall pass. Sometimes you don't have the strength to say how wonderful, but the truth is this too shall pass. And just yesterday someone sent me a video of this uh, man telling a story of a lady sitting in a bus, quite comfortable enjoying her journey. And another lady comes and she's a fat lady carrying a lot of shopping bags. And she comes and plops herself next to her. And she sits in such a way that she's taking one and a half seats. <laughs> this other lady is pushed to the corner, right? So another lady sitting on the side says, hey, tell that lady to move. You all, you, she's taking your seat. Ask her to, you know, give up some, some seat of yours. That's not fair. The girl smiles and says, listen, my stop is about to come. Is it really worth fighting? My stop is about to come. Is it really worth getting into an argument? It's all right, let it go. And the teacher was saying that, listen, our stop is about to come. Who knows when our stop is going to come? Is it going to come today? Is it going to come in a week? Is it going to come in a year? In a little while, our stop is going to come. Are you going to spend that remaining time fighting? I love that story. You know? Do we have to argue over the small, small things? How much of the little, little things we're worrying about? Let it go. It's all right. So like this, we balance our mind. We don't, we don't make our mind poisonous in this way. These simple practices, waking up in the morning with awareness, doing a little lotus of gratitude, doing a little sink, you know, whatever word you want to call it, just sinking with the absolute, just feeling that everything is aware of you, bearing witness. It's a lovely quote I read long back that, um, how does it go? Matter, there's matter in the spirit, right? So, Matter is animated by spirit. Matter depends on spirit to animate it. And spirit also depends on matter 
to express it. So both are needed, you see. So that absolute cannot express itself without us. We are the hands, we are the tendrils, we are the fingers of that absolute. That absolute wants to experience itself through us. It wants to experience every dimension, every, every bit of itself through us. So we will have all kinds of experiences. And every experience is valid. There's not some more valid and some less valid. Every experience is valid. Three kinds of happiness, let's say together. Happiness of the body. Happiness of the body. Happiness of the world. Happiness of the world. Happiness of the spirit. The first one is called pleasure. Second one is called contentment. And third one is called joy. So happiness of the body is called pleasure. Go for a nice massage, you know, uh, have something tasty to eat. Come from a hot day into an air-conditioned room. It's pleasure. Right. That's fine. That's valid. Pleasure has its place. But pleasure by itself will not fully satisfy you because it's more than pleasure to life. There's contentment. Contentment is happiness of the world. You've worked really hard. You've made some accomplishments. Pleasure. You know, like building a house takes a lot of work. So, or even buying a house takes a lot of work. But after those months or years, a sense of, ha, ah, we got it. We did it. We completed it. You know? Contentment. That doesn't just come out of nothing. You have to work really hard to deserve that contentment, to own that contentment. Right. So you put your best. Like yesterday, somebody was saying that uh, in this company, he was saying that they were, they, were, they were the project that went really bad and I had many sleepless nights. But today, when you ask me to think of contentment, my mind straight went to that moment where I hadn't slept for nights together, but the project got done. And today I'm contented. He worked so hard and, and now he's feeling contented about it. So happiness of the world, with all its ups and downs, a sense of contentment. We don't have to wait till our old age to feel contented. We can feel contented right now. Contentment has got a bad, you know, in our world, we think oh, ambition is always good. But we're ruining our world in this crazy ambition. We're all trying to one-up each other in this crazy ambition. Contentment. The Buddha said, Santutthi paramang dhanan. Which means the greatest wealth is contentment. You know, there was a beggar on the street with a little sign saying, please spare change. And there was another person sitting on the street with a sign saying, with a bowl and a sign saying, if you need, please take. <laughs> now, would you call that person a beggar? <laughs> that person is probably more wealthy than the wealthiest person because they're little bitty saying, this is also too much, take if you need. <laughs> if you need, please take. All right. So this is called, this is how to live. If you want to be a king in this world, be contented. If you want to be a pauper in this world, then be discontented. You can be a multi-billionaire. You still feel not enough, not enough, not enough. Then, then you're, you're like a pauper. You know, mentality is a pauper only. Outwardly, you'll be like a billionaire, but inwardly, you're like a pauper. Your state of being is very much the, the resonance is not that different from a beggar. Because you're feeling not enough. More than enough. Contented. Right? So wherever you go, I'm content. I'm complete. Right? So one nice way of saying this, let's say together. Everything is perfect, Everything is perfect. Including, my desire including my desire to improve it. <laughs> this leads to contentment, right? So it's perfect, my life is perfect, but even the little desire let's make it better, that's also, that's also perfect. Now this is a kind of profound contentment. And happiness of the spirit is joy. And spirit, like we said, is invisible. You can't really see it. So what is unseen, what is as yet unseen? To dream of things that no one has dreamt of yet. Right? To imagine a peaceful world, even though the world is totally in a mess. Rumi has a powerful quote. He says, this, room is in, this world is in a mess. From top to bottom, it's in a mess. This world is in a mess. From top, this, oh no, he says, this world is in deep trouble. From top to bottom, it's in deep trouble. Yet, it can be swiftly healed. 
with the balm of love. What a powerful teaching. This world is in, a, is in big trouble from top to bottom and yet it can be swiftly healed through the balm of love. And that's, the, that's the, the happiness of the spirit is to see coherence even where everybody else sees uncoherence, you see coherence. You see a higher order where everybody sees disorder, you see order over there. Right? That is the capacity. So then you've gone to a higher level of consciousness. Like a little child is crying because their tooth is hurting, the milk teeth are coming out, they're crying so much of pain, but you smile. It's good for you, you're going to get permanent teeth now. Right? Because you know that it's a process, it's part of the process. So today you and I are crying, but then there's a higher part of us looking and smiling, all right, that's all the part of you're going to be fine, don't worry. <laughs> you're crying right now, but you're going to be fine. Right? So there's a part of us that sees order. In the disorder, it still sees order. It sees coherence, even in the incoherence. So now I'm going to open it up. Anybody wants to say something, ask something, share something. And while they're asking, we will also do a, a simple practice called uh, Jin Shin Jitsu, which is so simple. All you've got to do is hold your fingers one at a time. Right. So while someone is asking, start with your thumb. Hold any thumb. And thumb represents worry. So if you worry a lot, you just hold your thumb. And little by little, your worry will calm down. You hold it. And anybody wants to say something or ask something. Uh, I am in a situation where uh, uh, my husband's family and me, we are having a big uh, fight over, over our assets and there's a scheme in it. And yesterday I thought this is not going to solve unless something, the whole situation is looked at in a different way. Mm. And the other people are not aware of this fact, but I have become aware of this fact that the situation has to be looked at from a different angle. And since I have become aware, it is my responsibility to introduce that factor which will change the energy of the whole thing. All right. So last two days I've been just thinking, trying to think about it in a, in a totally different, first to de deconstruct everything and then to construct it differently. Mm -hmm. And then when today you were speaking, everything was fell into place and uh, I think I can handle it. Beautiful. How wonderful. Oh, oh. Let's send loving wishes to her and her family. Deep breath. How wonderful. Yeah. Come to your index finger. Index finger represents fear. So letting go of all the fear. Tell us. I want to ask something. You see, I try to practice your general advice for saying how wonderful, feeling happy and all. Every day when you open a newspaper morning, you know, you see many cases, bad accident, young people dying, rapes, this and that. You can't really say how wonderful. Yeah. to those things but sometimes you also feel that how wonderful that I am not part of it I have not died and nothing has happened to me so there are two things one is that you get transported away so your own oldest person one hour half an hour when you read the newspaper goes away because you are present to go away to another one 
so what is the right thing should you stop reading newspapers or how do you justify how wonderful when bad news is there only accepting thing that you have escaped so it is wonderful <laughs> <laughs> your comments very interesting are we enjoying this morning session yes, yes. chances i will not come in tomorrow's paper <laughs> 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 right so you have to remind yourself that there's a reason why certain things come in the paper every newspaper in this world it's not just giving you objective news behind every newspaper in the world is an agenda it's not good or bad that's just the way it is there is always an agenda there is a certain world view there is a certain thing that they want you to think right and like it or not one of the ways to control a population is to always keep it in a state of fear that's how you control people this is not this is not a new thing it's been done for the longest time when you keep people off their center they're not powerful and they will accept any kind of rubbish in form of governance right so when you understand this you realize there's an agenda behind why certain kinds of news is brought up and not other kinds of news so one of my friends is a journalist he said that if you don't read the paper you're uninformed but if you read the paper you're misinformed <laughs> so you make up your mind do you want to be uninformed or do you want to be misinformed i met a person he's a professor in pakistan he said to me nitya i have a solution for india pakistan problem i said what's that he said for one year send all pakistan papers to india <laughs> send all indian papers to pakistan you will solve this problem you'll start realizing oh, how we getting brainwashed in pakistan they have all the news about how our agents are going and causing havoc and how we are coming into their borders and here we have the opposite news no one there to see it we just believe it whatever we are told and that's how the entire population getting brainwashed right so just like when you are eating food you will not accept any kind of rubbish dirty food and take this away this dirty i'll not take it in the same way we have to be mindful So I mean you're spending an hour and a half reading a paper that is putting a lot of arbitrary journalists mind uh, mindsets into your own mind. So I would say the way I'll tell you the way I do it. I will read things that inspire me, things that uplift me. And then I'll make a sankalpa that whatever I need to know will come to me. And maybe I'll glance at the paper or maybe I'll my father linked to the news I listen to it or it will come to me one way or the other if I need to know it I'll it will come to me. My great realization was you know I lived for 6 years many of you know I lived with a monk for 6 years. As a monk, we don't get newspapers. Come to the middle finger. Middle finger represents anger. So I came back after six years, and I asked my friend. I've been away for six years. I wasn't reading the paper. What did I miss? You guys read the paper. What did I miss? And they all began scratching their head. What did you miss? <laughs> okay. So someone said there was a Gulf War. I said yeah, Gulf War. I knew there was a Gulf War. What else? Yasser Arafat died. <laughs> okay, Yasser Arafat. Yasser Arafat died. What else? They couldn't tell me much. Six years they've been reading the paper. they didn't have that much news to give me which i didn't already know so we sometimes overemphasize the sense of i'm going to get lost if i don't read the paper every day it's not true if you make the sankalpa i will get to know then you will actually get to know or maybe if you really if you're in the in the in the in the government and you need to be informed all right say okay i'm going to spend 3 minutes i'll glance through the paper and how about doing it like this the so called places where people are you know really suffering they now send loving like we just read right now loving wishes okay infinite blessings to that family whose daughter has gone missing infinite blessings infinite blessings to that other family who's lost their son in an accident infinite blessing you did like that one of my teachers in thailand uh ajan mahabua great master when he reads the paper he's looking for people to help so when he sees someone's house has collapsed he will anonymously ask one of his he had many disciples he said go and anonymously without mentioning my name go and support that family and the family doesn't know who this angel is who come and help them and that is all the time 
name is Ajahn Mahabua. Ajahn Mahabua set up many dog shelters in Thailand. People say, why do you do so much for dogs? He said, in many past lives, I've been a dog. So I care for these dogs. Because <laughs> nobody cares for these dogs. They're all suffering and hurt. That's why I'm setting up a lot of dog shelters. Right? So here's a different way of reading the paper altogether. So it's not, just, it's not just do it or don't do it. What's the intention with which you do it? And like this, there are many, many ways to approach it. So I would say do whatever uplifts your mind. Approach it with that mind state. Does that help? Yeah? How wonderful. Come to your ring. Uh, the ring finger represents sadness. This is why you wear the wed wedding ring over yeah. there. <laughs> Somebody else wants to say something or ask something. Can you tell a story? Okay, let's see what's coming. Ask a question, some story will come. It will come, some story will come. Right now, nothing will come. Else? I have a question. Yeah. In our personal lives, uh, no matter how much love and affection there is, we tend to negotiate our relationships. Uh, you know, we are told that, oh, you know, this is the way you kind of negotiate your relationship. This is how you um, safeguard your interests. Even in really, really close relationships, and that actually causes more harm than being a free-flowing, uh, loving being with another being. So how does one ensure that though you are being your open, highest self, you don't put yourself in a spot where you find yourself, for lack of a better word, shortchanged or, that, oh, I didn't negotiate this well. Sure. And suddenly it feels like a job as opposed to, you know, a loving relationship. Let's come to the little finger. Baby finger represents trying too hard. <laughs> it's called trying to. Trying, trying, trying. So, you know, a relationship, and not only relationship, everything in your life is actually a reflection of your state of consciousness. So if in your life you haven't felt safe for any reason, haven't felt loved for any reason, you felt that people have betrayed you for any reason, then you will bring that drama into your relationships. So uh, the mother, you know, Sri Aurobindo and the mother, the mother used to say, your relationships are a mirror to you. Right. So they're showing us where we really are. So especially the intimate relationships. You know, when we first meet, we're all pleasant. Oh, how are you? How are you? Everything's good. And we're all very pleasant and nice. But when we get to know each other better, that's when our hang-ups start coming up. Right. So what I would say is that do whatever you know to do to bring yourself to your center. Your center is being present, being in a state of love, being in a state of acceptance. Like we said right now, everything is in its place. If you're not in that place, then don't go into negotiation mode, don't go into talking mode. Because when you're activated, you will only activate the other person. <coughs> so for me, the essence of emotional intelligence is just this much. Let's say together. Knowing, knowing. when I'm activated. When I'm activated. Knowing, knowing when I'm not. Yeah. And the same way, knowing when the other person is activated and knowing when the other person is not. Just this much. If you know this much, you're emotionally intelligent. And as human beings, you know, by looking at someone's face, if you look at their face, micro-expression will tell you what their state of being is. is. Micro-expression, the, the, the way their eyes are, the way their facial expression. You can tell just by looking at them. Children with Down syndrome are very gifted at this. They'll take one look at you and they'll know what your emotional state is. Because they're not thinking so much. They're more present. So one of my friends, she's a special educator. She said, Nitya, I teach children who've got Down syndrome. And the amazing thing is, I'm in a, one day I'm in a bad mood. No one at home notices. No one at work notices. The moment I enter the classroom, they say, what happened? 
and they come and give me a hug. <laughs> Nobody else noticed because they're emotionally intelligent. Which is why families who have, of course, when they first find out their child has got down, they're very disappointed. But later on, they call them God's children because these children have a special energy in that family. They have a special loving energy. So in the same way, what I would say is that instead of getting into when should I negotiate, when should I not negotiate, that is too much head stuff, right? Just find your, do your best to come to your center. If in a conversation you're getting activated, then always say time out. This is important, but not now. You know when they arrest people, what, you know what the police tell people when they arrest them? You have the right to remain. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you. Right? There's a very there's a reason they do that because when you're activated, you will say and do all kinds of stupid things. And the police remind you all to relax. You don't have to say anything right now. You have the right to remain silent. Just rub the middle of your palm. I was showing this to somebody. He said, "Bihar, me sab log karte hain." Right? So how wonderful. So come to your center and then you'll find after that whatever happens is the right thing that has to happen in that relationship. The main thing is you come to your center. Find your job is not somebody else's job to come to bring you to your center. When someone says, You don't accept me, you don't understand me, what you're saying is, I don't accept me, I don't understand me. When someone says, You don't love me, what they're saying is, I don't love me. That's what they're really saying. Notice this, when you're with close friends, have you noticed this? That the best part of you comes out? You like your own company when you're with your best friends? Yes. You said, wow, I just, I'm a really cool person, you know? <laughs> and you're cracking jokes and you're just in your element. Because in, with those friends, you like who you are. And let's say someone you don't get along with, maybe that neighbor or that landlord, whoever it is, right? And just the worst part, you can't even believe you're saying those things. You can't even believe you're doing those things. Those parts of you come out, right? So actually, it's not the other people, it's who we are. When I like my own company, then everyone is my friend, actually. When I don't like my own company, everyone is pissing me off. It's not the other people, it's actually yourself. Rub your hands. So what you just did was you went through all the five fingers, and each finger represents certain organs in the body, certain energy meridians, and certain emotions. Right? And the way to remember this, let's say together, end... Okay. Worry, worry fast. fast. So W stands for worry. So when you hold your thumb, and the idea is you hold it, it's not about holding it super tight or super loose, you should feel the pulsation in your thumb. When you feel the pulsation, you're holding it just right. So hold it for a minute or two, and this will reduce your worry. Now F-A-S-T, uh, index finger stands for? Fear. fear. F stands for fear. Middle finger stands for? Anger. anger. A stands for anger. Ring finger you'll never forget. Sad. <laughs> and the little finger stands for? Trying. trying to. Trying too hard, which means you're not comfortable with the way you are. You're trying, you're trying extra hard. You're pretending to be something you're not. Go ahead. Sir. So, holding the thumb like this, it would reduce the... It would, yeah. <laughs> I should have clarified that. <laughs> yeah, the idea that it will reduce your worry. And so this is... In, simple self-care is you spend a minute on all the fingers, including the middle. This will energize you. Middle of the palm energizes and balances all the systems. And if you want, also the other hand. Even one hand is fine, but if you want, you can go through both the hands. And that will take you about 10 minutes. And the cool thing about this is you can do it anytime. So you can be sitting in a meeting and your hands can be in this position. Right. Or you could be going in a taxi and your hands can be in this position. 
It's a very simple way of self-care. You start finding and you start doing this. Your, your entire body mind starts cooling down. Jinshin Jitsu. So there is a scientific principle? Yeah, this is, a, this is a, the person who discovered this Jiro Marai. He said this is actually there in all our cultures. We've forgotten it. For example, babies suck their thumb. Yeah. When we are thinking we touch, you know, touch a certain part, we often do this. There are things we do and we've forgotten that this is actually part of us. No, I'm asking because yeah. very often I found myself <coughs> like this. And, then, and very often you say, I wonder why I'm ah, sitting like this. That's interesting. Great. Yeah, we, we do it naturally anyway. I was just yeah. holding my thumb. I didn't know. And you just hold this and keep pressing it. Oh, really? Yeah, you're doing it anyway. <laughs> we're often doing it. You don't even realize we're doing it, right? So, this is, so J-I-N, Jin. Shin, S-H-I-N. Jin, Shin. And J-Y-U-T-S-U. Jin, Shin, Jutsu. J-I-N. S-H-I-N, Jin, Shin. Jutsu, J-Y-U-T-S-U. And the basic version is what we just done. But beyond that, there are, they believe there are 26 points in the body, which are like circuit breakers. And just like when there's a surge of electricity, your tube light will not go, go uh, burst. In fact, instead of circuit will actually blow up or will turn off somewhere in your house. In the same way, your body has got circuit breakers. And when there's stress in your life or some traumatic event in your life, a circuit will go off, energetic circuit will go off. And if you don't put it on again, over a period of time, different symptoms will develop. Ulcers or, you know, headaches or migraines or not able to sleep at night or certain emotions will come up. So they touch certain points on the body. I'll teach you one simple one. Take any hand, put it on the opposite shoulder. And put the other hand on the inner knee. Inner side of the knee. And just touch that. That's one simple one. And this is a combination of two different Jinshin Jitsu points. It's just a relaxing posture. Nice deep breath. And release. How wonderful. Okay, I'm story. I'm going to tell a story first. So the story is coming. There is a, an orchard of mangoes. And uh, there are these monkeys that love to come to that orchard. But the owner of the orchard does not like it. right? So he throws stones at all these monkeys. So one day the monkeys gather and say, you know, what is this? We are hungry. And we can't even go to the orchard. The guy keeps throwing stones at us. What is the solution? So one person said, I've got an idea. One of the monkeys said, I've got an idea. He said, let's have our own mango tree. <laughs> then nobody can tell us to get off the mango tree. So that's a very good idea, but how do we get a mango tree? He says, I've seen that, you know, the, the farmer, he takes the mango and inside the mango, what's there, he puts it in the ground and from there a mango tree comes up. He says, really? Then we should also do it. He says, all right. So one person has to go and get a mango first. They send one brave monkey to go back there and pluck a nice juicy mango and quickly come back. So he goes, quickly breaks a mango and comes back. And now uh, he eats a mango. And now they've they dug a hole and they put the seed inside. And they cover it up. And all the monkeys are sitting in a circle. And they're waiting. <laughs> you know, and five minutes go by, ten minutes go by. And they're getting, after a while, they're getting very antsy what's going on. <laughs> and after one hour, they're very upset and say, What kind of nonsense? You know, nothing has happened. And they beat up that monkey, right? <laughs> and so that's the story. And the story is. That sometimes we are like that monkey. We hear something, we read something, and then we want instant results. Okay, we heard that now. Why is it not happening? Why is it not happening? But life is not like that. So things will happen in their own way. Just because you got an idea, just because you thought it was a good thing, 
doesn't mean you immediately get the results always you got to plant the seed you got to keep watering and watering and watering it and eventually a beautiful mango tree will emerge oh what how about nice girl you think only yeah and yeah. your facebook site are there about your mahasati meditation yeah mahasati i tried that it's really wonderful i'm wondering if should i share a quick people i was only i can share a quick have anybody else done mahasati many of you done some of you done so mahasati maha means great and sati means awareness Since he's brought it up, we'll do one or two rounds of this. Just sit, sit straight. Keep your hands on your knees. Eyes are open in this meditation. In this meditation, you'll make simple hand movements, and you'll be aware of your hands as they're moving. All right. So turn your right hand to the side. Slowly bring it up to shoulder level. Slowly bring it down to touch the belly. Turn the left hand to the side. Shoulder level. Overlap the first hand. The inner hand, the right hand, bring it to the center of your chest. Feel the touch. Bring it out. Bring it down. Turn it down. Second hand. And down. And turn it down. Now these are 14 simple movements and in this meditation you keep your eyes open and you keep making these simple movements and you focus on the movement of the hand and the stopping of the hand. So try again right hand. Left hand. Make graceful movements. Inner hand. Turn it down. Keep going. Feel the hand moving, and very important to stop in between. Feel the hand stopping. Feel the touch. If you touch something, feel the touch. And all you have to do is be aware of one movement from beginning to end. We'll do it three more times. Keep going. Feel each movement. Feel the stopping. <coughs> And now do it on your own without looking at me. once completely on your own without looking at me make sure you pause in between very nice Complete your movement if you're still doing it. 
so this is called mahasati simple movements and the good thing about this practice is done with open eyes normally meditation is done with closed eyes in this one you do it with open eyes and the benefit is throughout the day you're making movements isn't it you're walking you're opening doors you're shaking hands you're writing something so to be aware of your body movements and this tunes you to the awareness of your body movements your body is always in the present moment can you share uh, what did you like about this practice and then somehow it just struck i mean i have been trying many meditation practices concentrating breathe this that sky black dot and so on but somehow <laughs> somehow this one that you got both ways both eyes open eye closed i tried that yeah. after your video clip i tried the original other other yeah. buddhist monks also yeah. and it's wonderful i mean somehow i mean it should vary from person to person yes. somehow it struck me it's, it's struck working it. with me it's working let's all say how wonderful oh, Thank you. How nice. All right. And you can if you go online and search for Mahasati and my name you'll probably find uh, yeah. some guided guided meditations. Uh, guided videos for this. All right. So one last thing I want to just share is this is my new hobby. I found this uh, pack of cards called Mudras of Yoga. And uh, you know just like we do asanas, yoga asanas with our body, you can do yoga asanas with your fingers. And they're called mudras. So like it's like mini asana you do with your fingers, right? and i found this book which has over i think there's 72 different mudras and actually india apparently has got thousands of mudras there are mudras in yoga there are mudras in dance there are mudras in tantra there are all kinds of mudras right and some are actually really simple and some are the simplest mudra we all know it's anjali this is anjali mudra namaste it's one of the best mudras simple simplest mudras <laughs> this is the kamal mudra and if you do this you know if you keep this which close to your face after a while you feel like you're smelling a lotus it's that beautiful So there are many simple mudras, and then there are a little bit more complex mudras, and they all have their different physical, emotional, and other kinds of benefits. So uh, the this book kind of describes all the different ailments you can have and the different mudras that can help you with that. But just for fun, anybody give me a random number between one to seventy-two. Fifteen. Fifteen. All right. You thought about it beforehand. <laughs> okay, this is a beautiful mudra. This is called the Dharma Chakra Mudra. This is the mudra the Buddha uses. when he's teaching the dharma all right and it looks like this so i'll teach you how to do it in a moment all right so let's teach you how to do it so dharma chakra mudra means the wheel of dharma the first discourse the buddha gave is called the dhamma chakra pavartana sutta and he gave this at at sarnath and uh, there were the uh, the five monks panchavagya bhikkhu that's when he first gave the teachings and he set in forth he set rolling the law the 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 the, the, the truth the teaching of the truths and they continue to roll even today we are there to basically two chakras in the world say with me dukkha chakra and dharma chakra <laughs> so either you are in dukkha chakra and you are you know you are getting crushed or there dharma chakra you are getting liberated and each moment either you are giving momentum to the dukkha chakra or you are giving momentum to the dharma chakra now this is going to we do the mudra it will give momentum to your dharma chakra how do you do it join the tips of the thumb and the index fingers of each hand so thumb and index finger of each hand with the hands in front of your heart touch the tip of the left middle finger to the tip of the right thumb and index finger so let me see if i got this right so touch the tip of the left middle finger to the tip of the right thumb and <coughs> index finger your right palm faces forward your left palm faces your body have you got it it's quite simple In a comfortable seated position, hold the mudra in front of your heart. Breathe naturally. Relax your neck, shoulders and chest. Notice the rhythm of your breathing. 
hold this mudra for between 5 to 45 minutes. Let's hold it for at least one minute. Try to connect with the energy of the Buddha, giving the eternal teachings. Feel the energy between your fingertips and between your palms or on your palms. And make a decision that all of today, you will, let's say together, all of today, I choose to energize the Dharma Chakra, the Wheel of Truth, and not energize the Dukkha Chakra, the Wheel of Suffering. I choose to make this a complaint-free day, a gratitude-filled day. I choose to be an awareness throughout today. How wonderful. How wonderful. How wonderful. Anjali? Beautiful. Thank you very much. It's been a lovely morning with all of you. Lovely. Stretch your legs. Stretch your legs. Acha, that's how you felt? That's actually true. Yeah, that's so nice. I didn't think of that. You want to do the song? Okay, we'll do the song. Let's end with that song. Mangal Maitri, okay, repeat after me. Mera Mangal, Mera Mangal, Mera Mangal, Mera Mangal, Mera Mangal, Hoere, Mera Mangal, Hoere, Tera Mangal, Tera Sabhi ka mangal, Jana Jana Sukhiya Hoere Jana Jana Sukhiya Hoere Mere Sukh Me Shanti Me Mere Sukh Me Shanti Me Bhag Sabhi Ka Hoere Bhag Sabhi Ka Dasodeshaum 
मंगल से भरपूर हो मंगल से भरपूर हो दिल्ली शहर के सारे प्राणी दिल्ली शहर के सारे मंगल लाभी हो रे मंगल लाभी हो रे निर्भय हो निर्बैर बने सब निर्भय हो निर्बैर बने सब सभी निरामय हो रे सभी का मंगल 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 हो रे सभी का मंगल हो रे लोका समस्था सुखिनो भवंतु लोका समस्था सुखिनो भवंतु समस्थ लोका सुखिनो भवंतु to the little girls who stayed <laughs> all through the entire <laughs> chalo any announcements